0: Hey everybody, it's Michael Forney again with Fido Group, and today we're going to be, I'm going to be, talking about uh, some of the photography we've done on our website. In particular, there's a picture today I want to talk about, and it is um, a sunrise over the wing of a jet. And um, it's just a beautiful picture with a beautiful orange sunrise over the horizon, But there's a story behind it that I want to share because it informs a lot of what we're trying to do with our business, and I want to share that with you. So I was in Atlanta um, on a visit, and uh, I was flying back to Seattle at that point in uh, early morning hours, and the people I was staying with, they were going to get up at like 5 and take me to the airport, and I said, you know, just... Let me go there, take me now, and I'll spend the night there, and uh, you know, I'll just work. And so that's what happened. I got to the airport probably 11.30 at night, and uh, for one of the busiest airports, if not the busiest airport in the world, Hartsfield is eerily silent at that time of night. It is crazy. There's just nothing going on. So I was the only person in the security line, um, actually I got there and I just checked the uh, outside of security lobby and every nook and cranny and chair and footstool and anything close to a comfortable space was taken by people sleeping so I uh, went through security and if you've been to Hartsfield you know there's a underground train that takes you out to the different concourses and um, I got on the train and it's kind of spooky because I was the only one on this you know six, car long train Um, and the thought occurred to me what if it shuts down at midnight and i'm on here and i'm just stuck on this train till morning uh fortunately that wasn't the case i got to uh concourse c where my flight was and i was hoping there would be something open a coffee shop or you know whatever where i could just get something to eat or drink and sit and work for a while but there was nothing. The only activity on the concourse were the people who, uh, you know, do the essential night work, the cleaning and the, the upkeep and things like that. So I found my gate and I sat down and I looked around. There was one person there and it was a guy in uh, sitting in a wheelchair with set headphones on and um, listening to music, watching videos on his laptop. And, you know, we just kind of nodded at each other and I went to work. And uh somewhere around two o'clock and uh this I call this this episode zero two hundred concourse C. Uh so around two AM or zero two hundred, one of the cleaning staff guys came over and he sat down kind of caddy corner from me, in the row facing me. And um he made it very clear that he wanted to talk, and he just was very persistent in that and that was okay. I mean it was two in the morning, you know what else and He started telling me story of his life and uh, he'd been in construction, and he had a grandson I think it was a grandson, maybe just a, a grandchild let's leave it at that who he'd never seen because um you know he said his husband his son's wife didn't like him very much. And it was, you know, it wasn't a good situation. And we were talking about that. And I said, look, you know, I've done a lot of family loss stuff. Just just be there and it'll work out. And he started telling me more about his life. Um, he had worked construction and, in New York. And he said he had fallen several times. And at least twice, I think maybe three times, he said he had been clinically dead and been resuscitated. And we were talking about that. And... um He kept trying to bring the other person, the guy sitting in the wheelchair, into this conversation. And um, finally, the guy kind of gave up, being waved at, and he took off his headphones and stood up out of the wheelchair and walked over and sat in the row that faced the gate. His back would have been to me, but he just turned in the chair. And so we were all triangular to each other. And he joined in the conversation. And once he got the two of us talking... He got up and left, and uh, we had a great conversation. The guy was a music producer. He lived in the Bronx, and he was trying to get a start, and, uh, you know, we just kept going at it. So um, as it got closer to sunrise, his wife came over, she was around the corner, sleeping with her child on the floor, and she joined the conversation and we began we began talking about you know what we did and and um at that point, I still had an idea of what I really wanted to do with our business with Fido group and um I really wanted to reach out to and i and we're we're doing this now. To people who are, you know, black entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs, veterans, and members of the LGBTQ community, and I and I was talking about that, and um, as is the case with me, often I got excited about it because I do get excited, and um, because I love the idea. And we talked about this and they finally, they said, look, we got to get up and go. And, and the guy said, but you know what? You need to do that business because it's a great idea. And his wife looked at me and she said, you do need to do the business because when you were describing it to me, there was a light on your face. And that still strikes me and chokes me up a little bit, because normally people would say, your face lit up when you were talking about this. It was clear you were excited. But she said, a light shined on your face. And um, I just, you know, I recorded that and put it away, got on my flight, started heading to Seattle. And after we took off, I looked back over the wing, and I saw that the... um, you know, the sunrise that is in the photo with the beautiful colors over the wing of my jet as I'm heading back to the northwest. And it just seemed to me to be kind of prophetic in a way because we just had this conversation. But I just kind of filed it away and I tried to sleep on the flight and I could not sleep on the flight. And I got home, um, you know, had a make breakfast on the way home and uh, climbed to bed, because I hadn't slept for some time, and I was tired, and I could not sleep at all, and something was just, you know, gnawing at me in the inside. Anyway, I finally got up, and I took a shower, and while I was in the shower, her comment came back to me, and it was just such an unusual comment, and it stuck with me now for, you know, years, um, and it's kind of not the motivation, but uh, you know putting credibility on my idea, I guess, just because of what she said and what she saw, and that is kind of the genesis of um, our work with entrepreneurs who are from the black community, the lgbtq community who are veterans and who are women um, very underrepresented class of entrepreneurs and people who just don't get the help they need because the entrepreneurship community is driven by money and funding and, and members of those groups don't get that kind of funding. So my partners and I have put together a plan whereby we work with entrepreneurs from those communities and we make it Accessible for them to get what they need done, whether it be a website, whether it be videos, whether it be just the strategy that we do and the planning. And uh, we're very excited about that. And, excuse me, we really want to publicize that. And that's why I'm doing this today, because I think the story is so powerful and it is something that excuse me, I had a little tickle in my throat, um, is so powerful and it's something that I just recall so vividly and it's so emotional to me still that it's really something I want to keep at and, and to promote. So um, that's what it is. If you want to find out more about what we do, go to our website, phytogroup. Dot com F-I-D-O-G-R-O-U-P-E dot com and read through what we offer and what we talk about and there's little bios of uh, my partners and I and uh, there's a message block send us a message tell us who you are and what's going on and um, what you want to do and we will get back in touch and establish a conversation. And see how we can help you do what we're doing which is own your own business do something you love do something that is purposeful and something that can help change society because we need that kind of change right now so again go to fightergroup.com read over what we do and again f-i-d-o-g-r-o-u-p-e dot com and then contact us and uh, we'd love to have a conversation so this is michael forney for fighter group thank you for listening again and um, hopefully we hear from some of you who want to start your own business and get going because that's what we do that's what we love and we want to help you have a good day